sometimes I just need to like, I don't always have an answer right away. I gotta like, I, I gotta think about this. And then like a week later, all right, here's what we can do. Like if it's something like low priority, obviously if it's high priority, um, you gotta move a little bit faster than that. But mm-hmm. usually, usually things aren't high priority. You just think that they are. Right. So you can, you can take your time, make mistakes or take your time and think about it. So you don't make mistakes. Sure. Or hurry or hurry up and make mistakes and then you learn faster. Sounds good. Maybe by the time you choose to do it the wrong way and then you fix it, you're done faster than waiting and think about it. This is the Farm Hop Life Podcast, a traveling homestead family. I'm Matt DeRosier. On the Farm Hop Life Podcast, we learn what it takes to grow your own food from everyday people. Could be a college student grows tomatoes and salad greens on their apartment patio, a former VP of marketing for Del Taco now raising cattle in Montana, or someone who hasn't had a homestead in over 10 years. This show is aimed at teaching you what it takes to make homesteading work for you, that we all make mistakes, we all have bad days, but we can reach out and help one another thrive in giving you the confidence needed to go feed yourself. Hi, Scott. How are you? Good, Matt. What's up? Uh, just, just at work in a hotel room in Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming. It's another project. So I think I need to explain a little bit about what I do because you seem to think that I'm in oil and gas and so does Agora Crops because he, I said something about go like, Hey, maybe I'll have a job in uh wherever state he is. And he's like, yeah, there's not too much oil in said state. And I go, I, I don't, I'm not in oil. I just, I'm on oil rigs. <laughs> not the same thing. I know what you do. I just not made it. Okay. The crazy horse, Alaska there for a while. Dead yeah. horse. Yeah. Does the crazy horse, uh, Montana. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, uh, there, there is an oil and gas division to our company but that's not me not part, that's not the part i'm in yeah you do the um whatever that device is you were talking about that monitors flow right so it's um it's fiber optic cable and a quarter inch steel uh stainless steel like cable and it can monitor temperature acoustics stress uh for wide variety of stuff and a, a lot of it's been like a lot more carbon capture stuff lately and so sure they put like you know the drilling rig is already a piece of equipment that exists so they're not like trying to reinvent the wheel they're just modifying existing stuff so they can just use all the same whatever's but like our stuff can people want to like monitor all sorts of weird stuff like landfills um data centers um the project that I'm on now is for a geothermal energy project in, uh, going on in Utah and that install will be sometime in July. So it's going to be a crazy, crazy project. You're allowed to talk about that without getting that. Oh yeah. NDA or whatever. Yeah. Well, one, I don't have an NDA and two, it's, uh, they have a webpage on it. It's the Utah forge project. F O R G E forge put on by like the university of something and somebody else. And a couple of people are involved. So yeah, it's going to be crazy, crazy project where like they do one well that they're going to inject on, like inject whatever fluid. And then they have another well parallel to it. And they're going to use the fractures in the rock to make that loop um geothermal energy instead of like doing it uh you know mechan like i guess engineered an engineered loop they're using the rock to do it which is kind of nuts so it's like the whole like department of energy is involved and it's a big big project so wow yeah interesting cool so yeah you uh i, I screwed up my schedule this week and so I was like, hey, what do you want to talk about? 
and you you gave me a big list and then you changed the list and i said nope uh we're going back to the first list because i already read already had notes great so, so spring plans let's start with you what's what are your spring plans well today i took the day off and i replaced the fence that uh, the deer compromised so and it was all overgrown in trees and stuff like that so it it took quite a bit of work um and then uh I've been planting a lot of trees and getting getting beds ready to go. We're about you said to... beds? Yeah, yeah. Planting beds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I, I can't remember. Do you have a row garden or do you have raised beds? Uh I have both, but they're mostly row garden. Gotcha. All right. What kind of what kind of are you planting anything? Excuse me, anything new this year? So far, I've planted onions, potatoes, uh, kale, and uh, greens. Nice. What was done? Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to ask, what was the name of that um, cut and come again lettuce that you like? Yeah, it's Black Seeded Simpson. Black Seeded Simpson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I, uh, so I planted a bunch of that. Um, I cleared out, I have three goji berry bushes that I haven't trimmed in the last few years. And so they, everywhere where they touch the ground, they, they started new bushes up. So I, uh, <laughs> I thinned those out and I ended up with 27 plants. Oh my gosh. Plus the original three. So yeah, I moved them and put some in pots and put some in barrels and buckets and everything else. <laughs> so are you just propagating them or are you going to sell them? I'll sell some of them, yeah. And then I uh, move some of them to other places in the garden. What does a goji berry plant go for these days? I don't know. Ten bucks? Oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not they're not very big because they're trimmed back, but, you know, they're about uh, six inches tall. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? So uh, I had shared my new guarded design that I I'm not I'm not prepared for this part, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to I'll, sh I'll try to share it quickly, anyways. Okay. Um, here it is. Flip in, share screen. This one, this one. So this is this is my new design here for uh, I got my garden. 20 by 20 with, uh, 22 raised four, two by four raised beds, something like that. Hmm. And then I've got the chicken coop over here and I've got double doors so I can just open up the doors and then push all the wood chips after the, after the season, right? Push all the wood chips into the garden and soak them. And so they're all the wood chips are right there to be made into compost. I could put in the garden beds. I don't have to basically run around my house to be able to put that in. And then uh, there's like a little coop, like a little chicken door on the other side. And there's like the, the run area. Um, and then there's a double door on the other side as well. So I can, when I have a truckload full of wood chips, I can just go back it up straight into the chicken coop and go wow. go. Stay direct. Yeah, and then I've got external uh, external egg collection on the side here, closest to the house, so we can be ultimately lazy. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, thanks. I'm hoping, uh, I'm thinking about doing the, so I wanted them all two foot by four foot raised beds, so like when I build cold frames, they all just fit. It doesn't matter which one goes there, they all fit. Mm-hmm. I might put the, if you, if you look, I might put like the posts on the outside of the bed instead of having them like in it. So I might make it actually like another foot bigger. Right. And, and run the, and run the fencing on the inside of the post instead of the outside. Mm -hmm. So I still have the nice corners on the inside to put the race beds into. That's kind of my only detail that I, uh, was thinking about when I was, I was sketching this up but <laughs> yeah. yeah 
arched doorways coming in too? That will be um, like cattle panels. Oh, I see. And, ha and, and have something planting, like planted outside and growing up them. And it's going to be like a little like... It's, yeah. It's the... Like a gateway into our garden. It's going to look sweet. And then the little arches on the inside are also for like trellis things. And um, I've got... I've got bird baths in here. Someone's like, "You, what, what are the stools? And I'm like, they're bird baths. And then they said, you don't want, you know, migratory birds near your chickens for disease. And that might be a valid point. <laughs> yeah, the first thing I saw there, it looked like uh, subway turnstiles, you know. <laughs> so you're doing, you're doing the tunnel this the uh squash tunnel like uh grant Payne. uh kind of i haven't thought about the squash i was thinking more um i was gonna have a separate area in the front yard for more just like root vegetables and just let them sprawl like zucchini cucumber melon <sighs> what else what else are we gonna plant there lots of pumpkin and squash um mm -hmm. yeah we saved some pumpkin seeds from last year and they're like massive, massive pumpkins that we, that we bought. So that's hopefully cool. they take, yeah. So I'll have like raised bed garden. And then across the other side of the driveway have kind of just a root vegetable garden over that way. Great. That's something. Yeah. So, uh, there's that, um, planted some trees over the weekend, but they're just, they're there are pine trees and it took me took me all day to dig eight holes because well one juggling kids trying to get keep them entertained they need like they've got like they got to eat unfortunately but um <laughs> but like just digging like i i swear i dug out as much rock as i did dirt out of these like i don't know 12 inch diameter two foot deep holes yeah. plant the trees but and I, i'm hoping that the and the the pine trees i just got from my my neighbor she they're growing in her garden mm -hmm. she doesn't she doesn't want them in there but she also has a lot of rock because we live on the same hill so like i have to pull out all these rocks to get the the pine trees out but the pine trees are, are going to be up against the road and uh, so I did like dirt compost, dirt compost, soak, dirt compost, dirt, dirt compost, plant the tree. I would, because hers were growing actually on a hill, like quite a steep incline. They're all like wonky, right? From where, like how the roots are growing. And so I would put rocks around them to try to guide them and grow them straight and then put mulch around that. So there's not mulch directly at the base, like on the trunk of the tree of these like little saplings right so i'm hoping that 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 works and not rot because you don't want to like make it like a volcano right you want to have it thick on the outside multiple so, was never the way to go no and then um on the trees we've got I'm, i've got uh, something like 30 trees i'm hoping to pick up in the next week or two mm -hmm. um One's from a local nursery, nursery, and another is from uh, Cold Stream Farms. I tried ordering from there for the first time. Michigan. Oh, yeah. And so hopefully they, uh, uh, who who knows when that stuff will come in? It says spring, whatever that means. Right. Yeah, they don't uh, defrost until May, so you won't you won't see them until after that. Oh, uh, damn. Okay. So I guess I've, I've ordered from them before. I have uh, a bunch of hazelnuts from Cold Stream Farm. Okay, so expect them in May is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's all right. That's the end of me. <laughs> the uh, the local nursery is supposed to have their shipment in on Saturday, and so I have to figure out if they have what I want because I'm like, hey, I want this much of this kind and this much of this kind. They're like, okay, we can write that down and we'll see what happens like what shows up on the truck i'm like what are you talking about she goes we'll order 50 of one kind and maybe get 10 and so 
it's really? they, they've had they've had problems from their supplier or something like that so right right this is like a nice request form on what on what it is that you want but i'm planting i'm starting to plant a, a hedgerow mm-hmm. from where my property like just it's almost it's not really a cliff it's a steep embankment <laughs> so start start planting that and i got to do it in sections because it's I don't have quite the like infrastructure of water here. Mm-hmm. And so I got to really focus on my waterings that, um, let's focus on like a hundred foot section here this year and then do a 200, like do another hundred foot section the following year, that kind of thing, get them, right, right. get them established. So that was one of the tips from that property evaluation that I, that guy that I, head over to on property oh cool good yeah from some locusts which i heard ruminants can't eat so that and it's quite like it's poisonous to people so that's cool um <laughs> i i didn't know that i just liked them because that had flowers and they were thorny and so it's like don't go over there do you want oh you're making it so it's a hedge mm-hmm impenetrable edge yeah yeah it'll hopefully provide some windbreak too so i got some two different kinds of locusts siberian pea shrub and rosa gusa is the three kinds that i got got planned for that um you'll have to keep that mode because the locust will send out some sprouts and then your whole yard will end up being thorny think so Oh, okay. Mm, good to know. I'm, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, lear- I'm learning as I go. I heard it's difficult to get locusts established here because they got a deep tap root, tap root, and they're pretty thirsty, um, pretty thirsty trees. So, yeah, I don't know. I was going to set up a drip line and just That's water a- the whole damn thing. Yeah. Sounds good. Some people use them for firewood, you know, do a whole firewood stand. Sure. Plant them close together, and then once they get to the point, like uh, um, Ben Falk does that, and once they get to the point where they're about as thick as your forearm, then then he cuts it and makes it into firewood. Mm. And then I don't have anything wood burning. Like I don't have a wood burning stove or anything. Right. Yeah, just an option, but yeah. Yeah. For for the yeah. for the apocalypse, the eschaton, the eschaton, like uh, Cyprian was talking about. <laughs> yeah, eschaton. That's a that's a. I I did. I still barely understand what he's talking about, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll just I'll just plant trees, tend livestock, and grow a garden. Yeah. Um. Formula. What's that? That's the formula. That's the formula. Uh, we moved our garden beds. So like I had that goofy little video of like us, like picking up the raised beds and like walking them over to like a new area. Well, I left all the fill behind. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put that in a wheelbarrow and put it back in, but also like add more material because like it just, it sinks over time that, and I've been stealing from it for for these, these trees that I'm planting. So I got to end up getting more, but I'm finishing, uh, I'll be finishing my compost here from, I like, I raked out all the chicken, like the deep litter from the chicken coop where I soaked it. How long has it been? I had a late start on it. So it's probably only been a month. I probably have another month or two to go, but my last frost date's not until like June 7th. So June seventh. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Where are you? What zone? Five. Oh, five. Yeah, yeah. I met yeah. the Scott Little Pine farmer from Colorado, and he's in zone four, way up at eight thousand feet. So, yeah, I'm gonna go see him tomorrow. Actually, what? Really? Yeah. So, so I can't from Missoula. I can't fly to Cheyenne. I don't think anybody can fly to Cheyenne. Uh, so I had to fly to Denver and then drive north 
to get to Cheyenne mm-hmm. uh, to where this 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 test this mock-up test is where that I had to do uh, today actually went well thanks for asking um, so tomorrow going back to Denver picking up a buddy of mine in Castle Rock and then we're driving to uh, Scott's place and uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna drop some trees I guess and stayed the night and then head back Saturday morning by home. That's cool. So yeah, I'm excited. He, uh, it was when I flew into Denver yesterday, it was 80 degrees here. It was so stupid hot. And thankfully tomorrow is supposed to snow. Looking forward to that. (laughs) I'm looking forward to snow. Yeah. I've flown into Colorado before and then gone North up by Fort Collins. And it's like 110 degrees. And I'm like, wait, this is Colorado. It's not supposed to be like this. And, you know, yeah, it's not too bad when I got up in the mountains. But yeah, that front range is brutal. Yeah, it's uh, it's something. Oh, spring plans. Keeping keeping going on that. Um, last thing is that we've got new layers coming in June. I suppose that's summer. We gotta prepare. We gotta prepare for new layers. So I'm just doing this, right? Yeah, uh, straight rhyme of uh, Rhode Island Reds. So we're gonna turn half of them. Like half of them are gonna be roosters. So we'll just raise them for till for meat, and then put them in the freezer. Right. Now we'll have twelve or so, and that's sure. enough. Yeah, I'm gonna miss. Check them and see. Are you getting chicks or what are you getting? Yep, just chicks. Right. Yeah, I am gonna miss all the different colored eggs because right now we got like some, some like bluish ones and some really dark browns and some like regular brown ones. Like the variety is kind of nice. Like it looks, it looks nice in the in the egg carton. But sure. I don't know the the ones that I've got now they piss me off and I don't even know if it's fair to like. If I'm even being fair, <laughs> that they even really uh, deserve to get to get rid of, but they're they're getting old too. Yeah, graduating is too, too old. They're they're older older birds are too stringy though. Yeah, that's where you put them in a pot. They're still stringy, kind of kind of gross. Yeah, I guess we'll just. I'll just make a bunch of chicken nuggets in the uh, in the blender. <laughs> Haven't you made homemade chicken nuggets? No, it's super easy. It's it's uh, it's chicken. Like you cut it up and like into a cubit, right? Sure. Chicken, uh, egg, and cheese. That's it. No, I thought you were gonna say you throw the skin in there too or something, but yeah. Um, no, they said not to do the skin. Yeah. I saw somebody who put that into their recipe and I was like, oh no, but, oh, okay. Well, that's not so bad. Yeah. They're pretty tasty. You could probably, oh, she sees, my wife seasoned them too. Like a little bit of like salt, pepper, paprika, um, maybe like a little bit of garlic and mustard too, I think. So sure. Mm-hmm. yeah, just, it was good. Just, cool. we'll just have lots and lots of. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. They freeze. Okay, actually, after you make them. Uh-huh. Do you like to put them in like the oven or air fryer and then you can freeze them? Yeah. Save them for later. Yeah, we don't have an air fryer, so. But, yeah, we had, uh, we got sex link chickens from the store, which are red sex links. They're supposed to be all females. And I think they made a mistake because I'm already looking at them and there's at least two of them that are males. Mm-hmm. Just from like tractor supply. Yep. Gotcha. So, but it literally said, you know, red sex links and they were all in there by themselves and then nope. So I'm looking at them and I'll, I'll put an article out on Thriver news about, you know, sexing the chickens by the wings and the feather. You can sex them by the wings. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I've never had to do that. I did that last year, and then uh, I've got an article about that, and then I'll do a follow up this year with the new chickens. And yeah, you can you can see so the the females, you know, the heads have uh, 
even at like two weeks, already have a really uniform, you, you take their wing and you spread it out. They have a really uniform, whatever it's concave, convex, whatever that is, you know, curve. That's not on the underside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not broken, right? The bottom part of the feathers. So they're all uniform, but the males have like about halfway, they have a, uh, um, like an indentation and then they'll have, they'll have feathers that are in the middle of the wing that are not the same length as the others. And last year it was almost hundred percent accurate. So. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'll send you the link. Yeah, for all, for all breeds. Uh, the ones that I've tested. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. All right. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll check that out. So yeah, we have these things supposed to be females, but they don't look great. And then I took a look at them and yeah, that looks like a male <laughs> and two of them, like two out of the four look like they're males. So what are you going to do? Uh, give them what like, tell them like or some, whatever. So you're going to try to get two new females from Texas Black? Like, no, they don't, they don't care. So, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I have one, one male that I hatched out of six, which we call smudge because he hates him. <laughs> Cause he looks, so the other ones, they have these really neat patterns. Um, they're, uh, Wyandots mixed with, uh, buff Orpingtons. So they're kind of yellow and then they've got like, one of them looks like it has oil drops on its head and then stripes down its back. Weird. But it's still a female. But then uh, there's another one that looks like somebody took their thumb and just ran that down the back and smudged it. So I've been calling <laughs> smudge ever since they've been hatched. And uh, so, yeah. Looks That's like he's probably a male. Though you got to keep smudge. You can't get rid of smudge. Yeah, I don't know. So, my wife's not so hot on smudge meeting with the other uh, um, potential brothers and sisters or something. So, <laughs> yeah, Perpin and I did an art uh, episode a month ago where we said you could do that up to a certain amount of generations. It's not a big deal. Well, it's safe up to four. But my sure. Wife, you know, they're, they're like little people. We can't do that. So, you know. Their brother and sister, mom and dad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're also chickens. Yeah. So, but you know. Uh, that's funny. It's funny. Um, So one of your other things that you want to talk about here is keeping positive in a world gone insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, is listening to this show? Or your show, a way to, to, to keep positive? Sure. Yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> the how are you going to keep positive? And the news is just crazy every single day, right? And then what what are some of the tips? I see some of the tips that you have here. So what are the tips that you use? Uh, I don't watch the news. I, I actually get mad that news comes across like in my Twitter feed. And uh, I've been thinking about thinking about writing like some sort of like comment like, I like you guys, but you know way too many people's names that just do not deserve any sort of recognition. Like, I don't, I don't even want to repeat their stupid names, but like this famous person because of blah, 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 or this famous person because of blah, 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 or this podcaster or blah, blah, blah. Like, I, wh why do you know so many people's names that uh, are just not that important? Like, why? Why? I don't get it. Sure. Yeah, so one of the things is like, um, and... Elon even tweeted this this week. He said, basically, if you tweet the things you're outraged on, you're going to see more of it. So you have all these folks that are, you know, that are Christians that are upset about trans or they're upset about whatever else. And, you know, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with trans, but basically, yeah. you know, they're upset. Right. And then they yeah. tweet it. You know, and I'm like, will you stop tweeting it? All you're doing is causing it to show up. Right. You know, right. if I follow you, then <laughs> then I get it too. And uh, yeah, exactly. 
really don't care about Bud Light or whatever, you know. And <laughs> I just don't care. Yep. And, yeah, exactly. Or then I find out, you know, somebody's like in the news and I'm like, I don't even know who that person is. <laughs> yeah. Why why is this important? Like that guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I you know, what I had to do was and Instagram is just ridiculous. So, you know, I got on Instagram so that I could uh, uh, increase the traffic to the podcast on the website, right? And yeah. so I'm following, I'm following homestead and gardening hashtags groups, right? Yeah. And then there's, there's, a, there's a remarkable amount of these garden and uh, homestead women that are also have OnlyFans sites. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know, garden, 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 what? <laughs> so, no. So, I try and limit it to get on there, post my post my thing about the podcast or whatever, and then get off of it because it's just distracting. So, you know. Yeah. I... I, I, I got to figure out my, like a better balance. Cause I just like scroll, scroll, scroll and like, see like, what's of interest. Like, what can I learn? How could I be helpful? But it's just more like doom scrolling than anything. Right. Um, so. more out of our, uh, you know, our telegram group, both the thriving, the future group. And then also the, uh, the other one underground. Yeah, the underground one, and uh, and so and just for you feds out there, it doesn't mean what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. Right, exactly. I think somebody labeled labeled themselves or like the whole group as like hippie conservatives or something like that. And uh, yeah, but we're I, I, I didn't care for that. <laughs> I mean, we're all talking about gardening, right? So the one of the reasons and yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons why we love fertilizer so much, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, one of the reasons that uh, you know, Purpin and I started our own Telegram group, and part of the podcast was because all of the other ones were just sharing memes, and you know, I'm like, I know you, per dude, I know you personally, and you have all these cool things you're doing on your land, and you're posting stupid memes of other thing, other people's content. I'm like post what you're doing on your land <laughs> come on you know yeah and uh and and stuff like that and i'm just like it puzzles me it's too much work is it too much work you know it can be that's why i like i get lazy with uh with someone like my content i just like throw up my camera time lapse just do the work and just find a little that's cool uh find a little song to go with it like i think it sometimes it takes longer to find a song than it does to like edit the damn thing yeah i like your quotes when you do that that's cool i, I need to figure out how to set my uh camera on my phone up so that it'll do time lapse or do you do that post um it helps to do it on your phone because the file sizes are going to be smaller because if you okay. just do like a straight video that's like even like a five minute video takes up like a ton of space. And so if you just set it for like, I don't know, take a picture every 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Like if you know you're going to be there a while, it could be like every 60 seconds. And so, and then you could also, you could always make it long, like take a longer video. Like let's say like my time lapses, right? Like, Hey, you know, this is kind of interesting, blah, 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 whatever. But you're not going to lose anything by making it twice the speed so it's all like and plus i try to shoot for like okay it's it's, it's a 30 second time lapse or whatever of me well whatever doing doing stuff um because like why is this like a 42 second video like just just cram it down to 30 seconds or something like that like uh i don't know if there's anything to it and like the stupid little algorithms but whatever 30 seconds sounds better than 42. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out how to do that because that was pretty cool. I like that effect you're doing. Thanks. Doing like the other thing is, if you're switching camera angles, so like it keeps it keeps them more engaged. 
Mm-hmm. So like there was, a, there was another video I did. I can't remember what I was doing, but I went to like, I, I, I was, I was working at night and I turned my headlamp one direction. Like I, I kind of thought about how I wanted to like film it. I turned my headlamp one direction. And then from that same direction, like I, I, the camera switched and I came, I don't know. It was, it, it flowed is what I'm trying to say is it, it wasn't like trying to zip back and forth mm-hmm. at all. Nice, like visually appealing flow to the, to the video. I can't remember how I did it. So <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that effect a lot. Yeah. Um, what do you, what, what, what kind of things do you do for, uh, keeping positive in a world gun sand? Well, limit the time. Right. And then I find myself not, I, I find myself, uh, double checking or censor <laughs> self-censoring myself. Right. This this is this typical, or is this just complaining, or is this is this bringing value? Is this post bringing value, or is this comment bringing value, or is it just me too, or you know, or whatever else, right? And so, by putting in that kind of, you know, questions, or it's not really self censoring, but you know, putting a gate on myself, then I can. Uh, keep it a little bit more positive for stuff that I post. Um, I, you know, how do I keep positive? I go outside. <laughs> I just go outside and, you know, focus more on the things that I'm doing that make a difference. But in order to do that, you, you talk to people that are doing stuff, which gets you motivated to do stuff and like have goals of your own. That helps. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think a lot of people just don't have, have goals on what they want to do. Like the first, in the first 20 minutes, like we just talked about goals that you and I have just for the spring, mm-hmm. not just spring. Right. So yeah. And so now, now those even half of those stuff gets done, whatever. Yeah, aside from our little 10 minute rant about Elon, everything is uh, done. <laughs> yeah, I might cut that out for uh, because it's not terribly relevant, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, what another thing is, um, similar to like not, not seeing the news is uh, speaking of Little Pine, uh, Scott, mm-hmm. he 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 said something recently about uh he's like i'm just i'm just blocking people like i'll have this conversation with you uh in person but i do not have the energy for you have having whatever bs conversation on twitter like i just want to i want to see good people doing good stuff and Mm -hmm. other than that go away (laughs) right just to put it nicely yeah i've had to block some people even though i like their content they spend too much time complaining about everybody else and so it's like, yeah, okay, I understand that's your shtick, but you know, I don't need to, I don't need to do that. So, right. Yeah. I mean, Scott Little Pine Farmer is on, uh, uh, on my podcast this weekend. So his episode's next. Excellent. Looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. And, uh, out, we talk about what we were talking about on, uh, the men's forum with you, where he was talking about memetics and genetics. I hope I, after listening to that episode of yours, uh, I understand what that means better. Because I still don't really understand what that means. Yeah, well, basically, memetics is like, you know, memes, right? It's it's generating your ideas like genes. You know, you're passing on your ideas sort of like you pass on your genes to your kids. Sure. You're doing it mentally with, uh, you know, everything. Through conversation a beam to a conversation to a even had an example of where, you know, certain, uh, band members, you know, band fans, you know, certain fans of bands where, you know, like they'll have some sort of, uh, uh, a handkerchief that has circles on it or something like that. And then you go, Hey, yeah, you know, you know, we're in the tribe together. Right. 
Yeah. And it's not Juggalos. So. <laughs> Good. The Juggalos. <laughs> How far ahead, of, like, do you schedule interviews? Uh, are, you, are you booked out pretty far? No. No. Sometimes I'm out five weeks, but that's been the farthest I've been. So lately I'm out two or three weeks. Yeah. That's because I'll do like, I'll do like two or three interviews in a week and then I won't do anything for a couple of weeks. So yeah. I hear you. But you know, and, uh, it, it all depends on who I can get lined up. I've been, you know, every once in a while I get quite, as I'm starting to move into the bigger names, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, they're, they're either not available or they reschedule or whatever else. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm set up and then someone came up. Yeah. I actually started going the other way where like, yeah, if you got a couple thousand followers, like fine, that's cool. But if you're in like the 10 plus, like. I, I almost don't even bother uh, right. trying to message unless I'm like at like super interested. I, I, I go for these smaller accounts. I think that's honestly where the, uh, some of the best stuff is. But yeah. the problem with that is, is that they get like, they get nervous, right? They don't want to, they don't want like, I'm not good enough. Like I, I don't want to talk about it. And that's been the case. Like 50% of the time for these people, like I, I started going down my following following list of like, Hey, what's your garden? Like just trying to get the conversation going. Like, I want to learn more. Like, right. do you want to talk about this? I want to learn from you. And they're like, no, like I, I got this one late. I'm pretty sure it's, I, I don't know what the gender is. I don't, it doesn't matter, but I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming it's a lady. Hey, tell me about your garden, you blah, 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 homestead, this and that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I, I, I really want to be on a be on a podcast or whatever. I'm like, did you learn something? Certainly. Can you share it? Yeah, I suppose I could. There you go. Right. <laughs> that's all that's all I want. Yeah, you can't do the so with the other folks that are not the typical podcast guests, right? Yeah. Then uh you can't do the Spirico thing where you say, Hey, Introduce yourself at the beginning because they just get wrapped around the axle. Yeah, I, I quit doing that. I just yeah, do it. Just roll. I I just roll right into talking. I yeah. like we'll just. I either uh, assume that look, you know, you either knew know who this person is already, or we just start talking. And I and I do. I say so. You know, so you got chickens and you know, yeah, or stuff. And then I might cut some of that stuff out, but. They're talking normal instead of, you know, because some people are like, um, oh, oh, all of a sudden they're aware that they're getting recorded. Right. Yeah. And then you get them talking about their garden or whatever else. They relax and they don't, they don't worry about it. But each right. day, you can't do that. Can't do the Spearco intro at all. <laughs> and, you know, I, I tried to do the guest form thing that worked for a little while. And then that it was like, a barrier of entry almost right, right people were, like didn't fill it out even though they said they were going to fill it out and so i just copy and paste my standard template and just send it to them just like see i don't this do this this is what i'm going to ask you right so i contact people that make an interesting tweet and i say hey yeah. hey i want you to have you on the podcast please consider and i'd like to talk about this tweet you had you you said right mm. and then uh you know so like, you got a little bit of a focus right and then i say i want to uh, talk specifically about this and then because but your timeline's also a lot shorter than mine you got half you're trying to fill about half an hour and i'm trying to stretch mine out to about an hour yeah it usually is about 45 minutes to an hour and then i trim it down no oh, gotcha all right oh and now i got a patreon so i stick that extra stuff over on the patreon I'm so bad at uh, at doing that kind of stuff. The like uh, promote like promoting your own stuff. Like, hey, check out the website. Hey, follow me. Hey, <laughs> support my whatever. I yeah. just 
I just be like, uh, I don't even remember what I said. I, I, I end up having everything pre-recorded because I, I can never do it the same twice. Right. So. Yeah. I don't worry about it, but at the same time, it's like purpose said, you get to a point where you're leaving money on the table, right? Cause there's people that will sign up. Sure. And you know, and if you give them just a little bit of extra, then they'll be happy. So, you know, it's not a lot of money. So do it, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, I'm also going through, uh, whopping three Patreon supporters now. Hey, is your wife one of them? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good for you, man. I uh, zero. Cause I don't, I haven't done that. Although I am, uh, I was using chat GPT today to edit my, uh, to edit my logo. I'm going to do, I'm. Haven't you, haven't you heard, haven't you listened to Cyprian? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't listen to him is the thing. I know, I know. I'm teasing you. So, um, just, just like, uh, what, what did I ask it to do? It was something about colors, like pick four, like I need four colors that represent this, that, and this, that all work together give, and give them to me in like hex, hexadecimal, not hex. Yeah. Hex color code. Right. And so it would be like, here's four. I'm like, all right, give me another four. And they give me another four. And they like, we're getting worse. Like they were getting like too like pale. Right. And I go, all right, now make it, make the colors bold, like bold in the colors and, and then give give me five of them. And so then it just like, here's one, two, three, four, five. And so like I tried, I input all the, cause it doesn't show you the colors. Right. So I had to copy all of them, put them in like, my logo and like see like how it looked and like i was like sending it to my wife to see how see which one she liked and i think we're both uh we both picked the same one as our favorite for um but yeah it was kind of a cool way to just instead of like kind of figure out all the colors on your own just yeah have you used hey, the, hey which one looks good have you used the journey the ai uh art yeah the uh the thumbnail that uh i have on youtube for that property valuation mm -hmm. uh that thumbnail that like the house in the garden that was used uh that, that's from mid journey but i went through like 250 like iterations about like a house with a garden that i liked before i picked that one um so i mean it's it's really all like the pro like the prompting is really the important part of like asking, like you got to get specific. Cause if you just like leave it vague, you know, you're going to get kind of like fag junk back. But if you ask it specific stuff, like the color codes that I was asking for, I was like, I want it. So I got four different colors in my logo now. I'm like, well, I'll just do another four. How about some like colors that represent spring, summer, fall, and winter, right? They all work together. And, uh, it, it, I, eventually it came up with something dead. So cool. Yeah. See how it, see how it looks whenever they get around to fixing, changing, changing all the, all the things, but what's a 2023 project, uh, looking like you got, uh, you got some trips planned in between the work gig. No, I got to take it as it comes. Um, like, like hitting up Scott's place, right? Um, that was just luck that I had to come to Denver and he's an hour or two away. And so I'm like, Hey, can I come crash at your place? We can get a little bit of work done. So I'm counting Scott's place as one of the trips. Cool. So yep. see if, see if I can get, cause I did like a pilot. I did a pilot episode of 20 by 23 project. And I don't count that as, as number one. It was kind of like a, kind of like a shoe in. That's the, the one where you did the, uh, the deer sausage or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That we were just cutting up sauces the whole time. Um, watch yeah, it. That one's kind of a shoe. In. <laughs> yep. The sausage is made. Yeah. So, well, I just got a, 
I can't plan too far ahead because things change. Like the all of us, like I'm I'm home one weekend, but then I like come Friday, like I'm gone or something, and it's kind of kind of chaos with the, with the job and everything. Plus, people they 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 can't give they can't give too much notice for whatever reason on when you when they want you there. Sure, just like hey, how about this weekend? Yeah, I can I can do this weekend, or like I'll have to just plan my own weekends like all right let's let's try to go someplace this weekend and how about whoever these neighbors so so are you publishing directly to youtube or do you edit it before it goes there like which uh oh this this is a recording i don't um i don't i don't do live interviews anymore i unless (sighs) the thing is unless i had like a Kind of like a community, like Toolman Tim. He's got a good community that engages with like his live videos. I would, I would do that then, but not, not otherwise. I need to. It's just, it, it's distracting. I find it distracting. Um, so I'm just sticking to sticking to the chats. Actually, I'm going to be on Toolman Tim's show in like a month. Really? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, should be fun. He's pretty. He's pretty nice. I need to reach out to him too. Yeah, he'd he'd love to be on your show. He's he's pretty easy going, and uh, we talked for like an hour and a half, and then like another forty five minutes after we ended, just like he's like, I gotta go, but then we just like kept talking, <laughs> and because uh, you know he's he's crazy busy, but we yeah we talked a long time. That's cool. He's going to, he's actually going to be within three hours of my house for like, uh, one of his, one of his, uh, speaking engagements. Yeah. But I'm going to be out of town that weekend. So <laughs> damn it. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, um, the Kansas city airport, then, uh, <laughs> you have to go through there. It's not too far. I'm not too far from that. Depending on what we're doing, I might have to drive, uh, certain jobs but i'll let you know if something's something comes up that i gotta that gotta come to kansas city okay so but yeah eventually your place is you're on my list i just don't know how do i how do i get to the middle of nowhere it's not the middle of nowhere it's literally the middle of the country yeah (laughs) that's middle of nowhere okay cool i'll get you all right um what do you want to wrap on? Building community. Uh, glass. Do it or die. Glass half uh, empty, glass half full. Which kind of guy are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Which one are you? Well, it's funny because uh, usually. I was going to say it depends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I'm at work, it's usually. I had boss joke that. Scott, there's guys that are half uh, glass, half empty. There's guys that are glass, half full. You're like, the glass is empty. You're just completely <laughs> pessimistic about everything. And I said, no, that's just at work. That's <laughs> <laughs> at work. Yeah. Uh, see, it depends. Yeah, it works. If I'm at home, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty positive about everything. You know, okay, so I'm going to put this in. It's probably stupid, but I'm going to put it into the, you know, into the garden and see what happens. Yeah. Like, we got a, we got a, um, we ready to auger, a one-man auger. Yeah. To help make some holes for trees. And then with clay, that was a complete waste of time. All it did was just clog the bit up immediately and then i ended up having to use a shovel anyway <laughs> it's yeah it started the hole and that was about it nowadays but yeah stuff like that yeah that stuff that that those things are useless here too just because the you you get one little rock in there and it throws you like yeah exactly yeah right the, the hand the handles will like hit you in the guts and knock the wind out of you yeah yeah. What I made is doing, so today doing fence was doing T-posts, you know, with the 
T-Post driver. And inevitably I get like halfway down and then I'll hit a big rock and it won't go any farther. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, now I gotta, I gotta wiggle this T-Post back out and then move it over and hope I miss the rock. <laughs> you know, and of course it takes, yeah. like, it takes like 15, you know, bangs with the T-Post driver before I get back down there and hit the rock again. <laughs> That's how you stay stay in shape. Uh, I th- I think I'm mostly half, half glass half full. Positive, yeah. But I, but I I know, like I'm I'm also like a realist. Like, hey, we can't do this because blah blah blah. But we can do it this other way. Like, yeah, that's good. That, so. So instead of being a no person, it's a, it's a no hand, right? Yeah, no but. Yeah, right. Yeah, just how can we how can we think about this like a little bit a little bit different? Sure. Yeah, like I'm the, sometimes I need to like I don't always have an answer right away. I gotta like I I gotta think about this, and then like a week later, all right, here's what we can do, like. If it's something like low priority, obviously if it's high priority, um, you gotta move a little bit faster than that. But mm-hmm. usually, usually things aren't high priority. You just think that they are. Right. So you can, you can take your time, make mistakes or take your time and think about it. So you don't make mistakes. Sure. Or hurry or hurry up and make mistakes and then you learn faster. Sounds good. Maybe by the time you choose to do it the wrong way and then you fix it, you're done faster than waiting and think about it right could be but yeah cool thanks for jumping on with me tonight so i had something to put out sure you want me to do my plug yeah that's uh let's do the plugs that's a good idea scott glad you said something because i was just gonna say bye there you go okay so check out thrive in the future podcast so this is positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead or positive solutions to help you thrive. I changed the, I changed the tagline, <laughs> right? But um, homestead, garden, life, uh, not lifestyle. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> homestead, garden, mindset, and uh, designing your intentional life. That's at thriveinfuture.com and also on your fave podcast app. So are you a lifestyle coach? <laughs> no. Yeah, garden. Oh, oh, okay. Is that what your Patreon does? What? Your no. Patreon. You can be a lifestyle gardening coach. Sign up for his Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. The Patreon is uh extras. It's uh Episodes, early episodes, and then extras, lots of outtakes, things like that. Yeah. Well, outtakes funny. Sometimes. <laughs> or are they just like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just have to subscribe and listen. No, they're, yep. you know, like uh, I've got 30 minutes of extra stuff I talked to Cyprian about. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. 20 minutes of what I talked with. Uh, little pine farmer about so you know mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about ai and stuff like that oh yeah that's cool so new yeah. so very good thanks thanks matt yeah you're welcome and uh for other people i'm matt from op life we're a traveling homestead family i have a podcast i have a youtube channel i'm on twitter instagram tiktok and uh, I've got this 20 by 23 project. So you're going to see some content from uh, me minute meeting Little Pine Farmer awesome. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward uh, to that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It'll be it'll be interesting. Do I, do I, do I hug him or do I shake his hand? Right. Because like we're kind of, we're kind of brothers, right? In the, I don't know. Yeah. I th- he, he, he's a hugger. I'm Bro hug. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought that too. <laughs> So, I'll, I'll bring him a kilt. <laughs> yeah, he's right. good. Yeah, we had a high conversation. Take care. See ya. Yep.
I am Matt DeRosier of Farm Hop Life. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and visit farmhoplife.com. Inside of the city, the people are crazy. Out of their minds, they ain't got a clue. We gone away, headed west for Montana. Left family and friends, all I got now is you. We both got new jobs, a house and a homestead, thinking this was the life, all that there'd be. After our firstborn, you had to stay home. That's when the work got in the way for me. Well, I started farm hop life. You'll come to your farm to help and to Truck and an RV, send us a message and